the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us. As believers in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, it is vital that we possess the mind of Christ. How do we do that? By consistently studying and applying God's word daily. We are compelled to let the mind of Christ be in us and assures us that as the children of God, we can have the mind of Christ. The question is, do we exercise this God-given gift daily? No matter what is going on around us, we should not fear, but trust God because he is with us from our beginning to our end. There is no wiggle room here. Either we trust God or we don't. We must know that no matter what we see or hear, we can have the mind of Christ. Have Bible, pen, and paper handy, and listen closely as Pastor Rander teaches us today. There are believers who are so entangled by their associations with and the thinking of the children of darkness that it interferes with their ability to have spiritual clarity of mind because you're so entangled with the children of darkness until you begin to think like them on the issues of life. Just because a person is articulate, just because a person is persuasive, charismatic, appealing, just because a person is impressive, compelling, knowledgeable, and intelligent, does not mean that they are spiritual or of benefit to you. Their influence will hinder you from possessing the mind of Christ if you have intimate fellowship with them. Now, don't take this to the extreme extreme and say, well, Pastor Draper said, I can't associate with any lost folk or anybody. No, you have to be light in the midst of darkness, but you just can't yoke yourself up. You can't do business with them. You can't marry them. You can't be dating them and on and on. You can't have intimate fellowship to that extent. So it's all right to have unbelievers in your life because if you don't, how do you get a witness out for Jesus? And some of you so insulated with Christians, you can't witness nobody because everybody in your life got to be a Christian. The plumber, the electrician, the garbage man, the mailman. Everybody got to be a Christian. So how how do you say God loves you? (laughs) Everybody say, you need some lost folk in your life so you can pray. (laughs) Number six, it (laughs) it is important for you to have the mind of Christ because you behave as you think. It is important for you to have the mind of Christ because you behave as you think. I love that passage in Proverbs 23, 7a, which says, for, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. That's big. You know something? Listen to this. The heart reveals the essence and reality of the person. Oh, you buy somebody over to your house. Uh, oh, oh, go get you some more. You want some more fried chicken. You want some more collard green. You know, they eat in your body. You say they eat too much. I wish they cut back. I want, 
I want to have some leftovers for myself next. I'm not going to have nothing. These greedy folk in your mind, you saying all this? You might be generously looking like you're generous, but inside you just as stingy as you can be because your heart is stingy. You just putting on a generous facade. You get the point. Whatever a person thinks in their heart, so is he. The heart reveals the essence and reality of a person. If you think like Christ, then you will behave like Christ and not bring shame upon his holy name. This is why it is so important that you take every thought captive uh, that is not of God and is satanic in origin to the obedience of Christ. Second Corinthians 10, five says we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought, say every thought. That's a lot of thought. Do you know how many thoughts come at you? You know how many thoughts you have a day? And all those thoughts are not holy thoughts that's coming. Every thought to make it obedience to Christ. Beloved, the battle is for your mind. Satan wants your mind. And you know what? Sadly, some of you have given Satan too much of your mind and too much room to work in your mind. And that's why you're in the mental state that you are in. Satan knows that when he has the mind, he has the child. When he has the mind, he has the woman. When he has the mind, he has the mother. When he has the mind, he has the father. I pose a question to you. Who is in control of your mind? Is it God Or is it Satan? Number seven, believers cannot have the mind of Christ while thinking on evil things. Believers cannot have the mind of Christ while thinking on evil things. For your mind to be spiritually healthy and well-balanced, you must not allow it to become low-minded. If your mind is going to be healthy and well-balanced, you cannot allow your mind or permit your mind to become immoral. You cannot permit your mind to become sinful. You cannot permit your mind to become deceptive. You cannot permit your mind to become double-minded. You have to guard your mind. These are satanic devices to keep you in a hot mess mentally. Ephesians 2, 3 says, among these unbelievers, we all once lived in the passions of our flesh. You know, all of us lived out our fleshly tendencies before having Christ. You did some of everything. You thought some of everything. You said some of everything. You, we've been some of everything. Won't y'all just, if you, if you, you ain't been holy all year, you wasn't born holy. Now don't, 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 don't go there. You're lying in the house. Come repent of lying. <laughs> Among these unbelievers, says Ephesians 2, 3, Among these unbelievers, we all once live in the passions of our flesh, our unredeemed flesh, our behavior governed by the sinful self, indulging the desires of human nature without the Holy Spirit. When you weren't saved, you didn't have the Holy Spirit to restrain the evil in you. Because you were unregenerate. You were pagan. And I was too. I'm not in this pulpit because I deserve to be here. I'm here by grace alone. Hey, Why don't you say amen? And you're saving, you're sitting there and you're serving. Not because you've been all that. You are what you are by grace alone. 
through faith alone to the glory of God, what? Alone. I can preach every verse of this, but time won't, won't permit. Good God Almighty, indulging the desires of human nature without the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, and the impulses of the sinful mind. We were by nature children under the sentence of God's wrath. We were born in sin, shaped in iniquity on our way to hell. We were children of wrath, just like the rest of mankind there is humanity. You cannot possess the mind of Christ unless you are intentional about thinking on those things that cultivate a spiritual mindset. Beloved, you get to choose what you want to think about and meditate on. You get to choose that which gives evidence of your spiritual condition of your mind and life. I say it again. You get to choose. Say, I get to choose. Say, I get to choose. Okay, say this. What, what I want to think about and meditate on. I got a question. What you thinking about? Mm-hmm. What you meditating on when nobody else can see you? God sees every thought. No thought goes unnoticed by almighty God. If you desire to lower your thinking to be low-minded, you want to be sinful, immoral, and deceptive, then you are either carnal, spiritually immature, or perhaps even unsaved. Which is it? Number eight. Many believers do not possess the mind of Christ because they place human tradition, human wisdom, philosophy, and secular ideologies over the word of God. I, I say it again because I know you're writing. Many believers do not possess the mind of Christ because of placing human tradition, human wisdom, what you think, your own philosophy, your own way of thinking, your secular ideology, the, the worldly thoughts and ideas over and above the authoritative word of the living God. You say, where is that? I'm glad you asked. Colossians chapter 2 verse 8 says, see to it that no one takes you captive. Ah, I wish I could just stay right there. See to it that absolutely no one takes you captive. I don't care how pretty they are, how handsome they are, how well they talk, how influential they are, how much you like them. Don't let them take you captive by philosophy and empty deceit according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world and not according to Christ. 
Your thinking will be unbiblical. Your thinking will be unspiritual. And you will be void of the knowledge of God if you allow your mind to be held captive by philosophy, to be held captive by tradition, to be held captive by religions and ideology and secularism. Refuse to have your mind to be held captive by politics. Some of you live in politics. Politics is just overtaken your life until you are just out of it. I'm just, and I'm, I'm saying that nice. <laughs> refuse to be held captive by entertainment. Refuse to be held captive by social media. And refuse to be held captive by human reasoning about what you think. God does not care about what you think. What he cares about is what does the word of God says? And are you willing to take God at his word? That's all that matters. That's all. Also be mindful that Satan can deceive you through emotional worship. Say emotional worship. Now, there's emotion in worship. We just had today, people were shouting and raising their hands and moving around. I mean, worship is part of the motion. The mind is involved in worship. The intellect is involved in worship. The Holy Spirit is involved in worship. All of, all of our inner being is involved in worship. But just because you are emotional doesn't mean you have actually worshiped. God is not concerned as to how high you jump. He's more concerned about how you live when you land. Okay. (laughs) So don't, don't lift up emotions above the word of God. You are not to equate your emotions with your spirituality. Beloved, you must not do that. I remember uh, back in, way back in uh, kind of maybe 1992 or so, my wife and I were in a crusade with the late Luis Palau, who was home to be with the Lord. Dr. Bill Thomas, whom a lot of you know, one of the missionaries of this this church, was with us. And we we were just sitting in a bus kind of waiting for the big crusade. My wife and I had done a crusade up. We, they divided us up in various regions of Jamaica, and our assignment was to minister the word and minister to the people of Buff Bay, that segment. And then at the end of our time in our various areas, then we all converged down in uh, Kingston, Jamaica. Yeah. So while we were waiting, one of the Louis Palau team uh, said uh, with his stately uh, theological self, he was just wonderful to be around. He said, I was getting ready to preach, and as I was preparing to preach, I'd open my text, and right when I just finished reading my text, I started to preach, and then this lady sitting out of the she she opened up, oh, I'm going to come to you, oh, I'm going to come to you, she was just going into altar, and he just looked, he stopped reading, he said, now you hush up. Because the spirit of God does not disturb the word of God. The Holy Spirit will not disturb. You can't say you in the spirit because if you in the spirit, why are you disturbing the word? See, so you tell me I'm full of the spirit. My question is, which spirit? (laughs) Hey, which spirit? 
Beloved, you must not equate emotionalism with spirituality, which has no lasting eternal value. Number nine, believers will not be of the same mind if they do not have the God-given ability to discern truth from error. Believers will not be of the same mind if they do not have the God-given ability to discern truth from error. First John 4, 1 says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. Many, many, a whole lot of them. It is so important for believers to test and examine anyone who teaches the Bible by searching the scriptures for themselves. You need to know the Bible for yourself to determine the things taught and make sure that they are consistent with the word of God. There are many false teachers. There are false doctrines. There are liberal Bible schools, liberal false seminaries, popular Christian radio and television personalities and programs that have many false teachers empowered by doctrines of demons infiltrating the mind of unsuspecting believers and the church today. I know I can cut on some particular major Christian network and I can hear one Christian personality preach a dynamic, spirit-filled, biblical message. And right behind him is one that's a good night. They need to dismiss this person and never let them back on. Right behind the person who taught truth was another one that came on that taught error. How are you going to know the difference? By the word of God. By the word of God, you do yourself a tremendous disservice when you do not know the word of God. Acts, Acts 17, 11 says, now these Jews were more noble than those in Thessalonica. They received the word with all eagerness, examining the scriptures, searching the scriptures daily, not kind of taking a verse here and there. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And that's your verse for today. You have to dig in. You have to look at the passage you are reading. Read the passage before, the passage after, and how it fits in light of the whole context of that book historically, culturally, grammatically, and on and on it goes. Beloved, the scripture is the litmus test to validate, screen, discern, and differentiate between what is truth and error. I will say it again. The scripture is the litmus test to validate, screen, discern, and differentiate between what is truth and error. Number 10, succumbing to deception will keep believers from possessing the mind of Christ. Succumbing to deception will keep believers from possessing the mind of Christ. Genesis chapter 3, verses 4 through 6, and verse 13. It says, Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that in the day that you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God. He's lying to her, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw, because you know he's lying to, he's the father of lies, says John 8 44, by the way. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes and the tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She got suckered in. She also gave to her husband with her and he ate. They joined together in this sin. And the Lord God said to the woman, what is this you have done? Now, God knew what she had done. He wanted her to confess up. The woman said, 
the serpent deceived me and I ate. Well, how could she get deceived? God already gave her instruction. She wandered away from the word of God. And when you stray away from the word of God, you are destined for a deceit. Beloved, deception goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden. It's nothing new about deception. Satan is so cunning, crafty, shrewd, and convincing that if you do not embrace what God has instructed you according to his word, you are destined to be deceived. A deceived mind is of no use to God a deceived mind is of no use to your spouse. A deceived mind is of no use to your children and grandchildren. A deceived mind is of no use to your relationships in the church. And when you speak, you speak ignorantly. And even off time, unintentionally, you lead people away from Christ instead of drawing them to the Savior. Satan is a master strategist when it comes to deception. This is why God says in his word so many times, do not be deceived. Say it with me. Do not be let's, let's say it again louder. Do not be deceived. A little bit louder. Do not be deceived. Deception is from the highest place of government all the way down to the lowest level in life. You can't get away from deception. So your, your eyes got to be open. And you have to know the word. Satan is a master strategist in duping you to take comfort in your human achievements. Sadly, so many who exalt academics over the truth of God's word think they are spiritual, intellectual, mature, knowledgeable, because they got a whole lot of knowledge and no Jesus. They're articulate, but no Jesus. And they think knowledge alone can save them. Do you not know you can have biblical knowledge without a relationship with God? Did you get, get that? Satan has a whole lot of scripture in him, but he got a lot of head knowledge, but it's, it's not salvific knowledge. It's not, it's not where he has a relationship. He has knowledge without relationship. Knowledge without relationship. You say, I've been through the Bible, but the real question is, how many times has the Bible been through you? Hmm? Be not deceived. Let me give you some scriptures on deception so you won't be deceived. Because we want to be an informed church. And that's why you keep coming back, because you're being fed at the spiritual trough. Galatians 6, 7a says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. James 1.22 says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. Luke 21.8 says, then he said, watch out that you are not deceived. For many will come in my name saying, I am he. They lying. And the time is near. Don't follow them. 1 Corinthians 15.33 says, do not be deceived. A bad company corrupts good morals. Revelation 12, 9 also says, look, and the great dragon was thrown down. The ancient serpent who is called the devil and Satan, the look deceiver of the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth and his angels were thrown down with him. It's not just America being deceived. Satan and his demons are deceiving folk in Africa, 
in New Zealand and Europe and all the islands. He's, a, he's deceiving the whole world. Now, it's something I want you to get out of this passage. Revisit it. Look at all these names for the devil so you won't be tricked. And the great dragon, that's Satan, thrown down. Ancient serpent, that's the devil. See, you can't outsmart the devil. He was around here at the dawn of humanity. Who is called the devil, that's another name for Satan. Satan is another name. The deceiver of the whole world, another description for Satan. And all those who follow him rebel against God, all those angels that, re that rebel against uh, God in heaven, they fell and became demons. Beloved, the surest way to keep from being deceived in an enticing world is to remain near the Savior and allow his word to lead and guide you in every aspect of your life. There is an old gospel song that says, Be not dismayed, whatever betides, God will take care of you. Beneath his wings of love abide, through every day or all the way, God will take care of you. Therefore, we have no need to fear, even through trials, tribulations, and the troubles of this world. We must exercise the priority of possessing the mind of Christ. Believers of the Lord Jesus Christ, be of good cheer for he has overcome the world. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching by Pastor Rander or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas or call us at 210-821-5683. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the Radio Broadcast Support Fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Come worship with the Maranatha Bible Church family on Father's Day, Sunday, June 18th at 10 a.m. On this special day, our worship celebration will express love, gratitude, and appreciation to all fathers and grandfathers. Pastor Rander Draper has a special message prepared for you that will encourage, bless, and strengthen you during these very challenging times. Come celebrate Father's Day with us. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.